Get ready to rock out with your talk out. It's the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Welcome to 2024. It's the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus, where we put the rump in your stump. I thought it was the other way around. <laughs> this, well, you, you guys figure it out out there. Uh, we put the Podcasting. dance in your pants. Yes. We put the glass right in the place where the oh. sun don't shine, but it shines bright every night. Because mm-hmm. you're with the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. And I'm not black. Those of you that are just what? listening and can't see me. Um, oh, I, I just noticed that. I know. I In the spirit, you know, in the spirit of um, equal opportunity, mm-hmm. you know, we can't afford to hire a black guy. No. So I just pretend tend to be one once in a while okay just, all just right to, you know we have to sure. have representation sure. i'm sure everything i said there right oh, now will probably get me fired from the internet tomorrow there's, there's we're just having some yeah. fun everybody lighten up calm lighten down up. Sim- we're just having Sim- a little fun down now simmer down come on simmer down nah as the famous lady used to say that she is very oh famous. i want to do that so bad to people sometimes i want to go simmer simmer down no, somebody simmer down now. As somebody who does, tell it, me to simmer down. It, it, it's rewarding because <laughs> I can do it where I work. Simmer down. Simmer down now. now. Well, you are a cook, so you. When somebody tells you to simmer <laughs> down, you're literally <laughs> simmering down. I never made the connection until just now. See how it is. Yeah, this is. These are the things, the enlightenment you receive oh, each time man. you tune into the Ludini Rock and Roll yes, Circus. Where, yes. quite frankly, guys, we love all y'all. We're gonna have a really good time. That's right. My name is Lou Lombardi, a.k.a. Lou Dini. Mr. Pittsburgh is here hey, in the co-pilot's chair. Uh, I'm going to get a t-shirt that says, Mr. Pittsburgh is my co-pilot. There I you like are. I like it. There's some t-shirts. I There's like some it. t-shirts right there. We get right on that merch. <laughs> oh. Speaking of merch and all that fun stuff, go to LouDiniRockAndRollCircus.com. You can find out about all the cool stuff there. RockRageRadio.com. Download the free app. Free. And don't forget to find Wolf's Customs. Wolfie. Um, on uh, social media, Wolf'sCustoms.online for uh, great custom artwork done on your musical instrument yes um and it, it is musical instrument i yeah, i don't i wasn't nuts. making a uh an innuendo no a double entendre uh-huh exactly it has to be a musical instrument. i went on a journey i went down a rabbit hole one time like trying to find the like the deaf this the, the innuendo versus double entendre and like oh, i went wow. down a whole thing with that yeah. don't ask me now i it was it was one of those things like it's like that useless knowledge you go oh i could look this up on the internet and you look it up and yeah. then five minutes later you you don't remember yeah because like, what was why, yeah. what, what yeah, was yeah, i yeah, looking exactly. up yeah. yeah exactly i know i looked it up what is it what's going on so we are. It is. Who am I? It is. Happy New what Year, is everybody! It is 2024. This is. Uh, this is not my beautiful house. <laughs> this is my beautiful podcast. <clears throat> and it is 2024. This is uh, January 1st, so it is New Year's yeah, Day. Yeah, it is like New Year's Day. Um, so Happy New Year's to everybody out there. Um, getting ours off to a bang. They say what you do on New Year's, you will be doing all year long. So all right, a, we're doing a podcast. Perfect. We're talking about music. And that yeah. sounds like what we do every year, all year long. Yeah, pretty much. So we're gonna stay <laughs> continue, the stay the course. The, continue the tradition. Uh, the, right. the, the, uh, yeah, I don't. Um, I don't make like big resolutions, or I don't really no. like do do stuff like that. Only thing I do try to do is like one thing I will say about twenty twenty three. 
I know that like some people are going to be like, what are you talking about? But I had a blast. And um, my goal <laughs> is for 2024 is to continue to have a like a bigger blast, to have even more fun than I had in, in 2023. That is the secret to happiness, my friends. Just keep finding ways to have fun. Always try to find a way to like create like a good feeling in your in yourself. You can't maintain it 24-7. We can't be bouncing off the walls right. 24 That's not how no, it works. No, no, but no. just overall, try to like anytime you can find something to feel kind of cool about. Like don't just plaster a smile on your face. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean like actually find some something to think about that makes you feel good. Think about your cat. Think about your kids. Think about uh, some, some great kids, music. Kids, cats. Your kids' cats. Think about Kit Kat candy bars, Ooh. whatever you like, you know. And just just t- take spend a little time doing that. Look, you, I'm you, gonna I'll look, transform your life. I promise you. I'm gonna quote a great man, and and the quote is this: <clears throat> Have a good time, all the time. Exactly. Words to live by. Yep. Thank Vi- you, Viv. Viv Savage. Savage. Viv Savage. Viv. Viv. Jig Jag Jig. We both screwed up the band's name. Viv Savage. Oh, wow. From the band Spinal Tarp. Spinal Tarp. Spinal Tarp. I want to say what a fan we all are of your music. Well, I don't mean yours specifically. I just mean the overall pop genre. That's great. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. So will we get the show started at like an 0500... <laughs> what does it mean? Like, so we have like 18 hours? hours now? Yeah. Like a half an hour. Oh. <clears throat> love it. Oh, God. Okay. Anyway, so um, <clears throat> it's uh, tonight we, I want to talk about uh, some predictions. Ooh. I did a little bit of research and mixed with my own sort of like observations. Uh-huh. I want to kind of give you uh-huh. some uh-huh. predictions for 2024. I don't think we've ever really done this no. uh, before. I thought it was something different. And um, it's all in good fun. Sure. Of course, if my predictions are right, then I'm a genius. If none of them are right, then I'm just kidding. Psych. <laughs> you, you thought I was serious. Mm. <laughs> nope. <sighs> just kidding. Just I'm just kidding. Just fun with you. I don't mean nothing by it. <laughs> Simmer down now. So, um, what did we get up to over the? It's been a couple of weeks. We didn't do yeah. one last week because uh, I just yeah, I needed like whew, just turn it off. Um, so, what did we? Um, <clears throat> well, remember when we first met John McClain? Argyle picked him up from the plane, okay. <laughs> took him down to Nakatomi Plaza, taught him how to rock. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Christmas, uh, Christmas Eve was it Christmas Eve? Yes, we Kiss we Christmas hung Eve. out. Me and the great Ludini hung out as we do, and watched the best Christmas movie ever, Die Hard. That was fun. And then we were talking about. I was talking about how on the social medias that people are freaking out about this new movie called Saltburn. So Ludini says because we are both cinephiles. Why don't we... Maybe you should tell people what a cinephile is. Somebody who loves movies, you weird (laughs) perverts. You know, like... I mean, really (laughs) loves movies. I mean, they get all up in the movies. Anyway, so so Lou's like, well, I I, I have the streaming thing. Why don't we watch it? I'm like, okay, let's see what is so disturbing about this movie. Uh, The thing that was disturbing about this movie was... It, that there was nothing really disturbing about it. Now you may you may say no, there was some disturbing things. There were some interesting scenes, uh, but Lou Dini, yes, <laughs> first name Lou, second name 
Dini. Um, you and I, like I said, are big fans of movies, and we've seen some very interesting and albeit disturbing films in the past. There was nothing in this movie that could have topped some of the some of the shit we've seen in the past. <clears throat> Here's what I will say about, and I know why people say it was disturbing. Yes. Um, is that it does have, there's at least two scenes uh-huh. that I will say, okay, okay I've yes, never yes. seen that in a movie ever before. Mm. They, you know what I mean? This is like, okay, all right. right. So, and they are both scenes that do make you go like, Huh. Kind of ooh, or like, huh. uh, yeah. mm, a little like kind of cringy, like, uh, sure. Well, no, the one, the one definitely is with the, the one with the, with the out in the yeah, uh, garden. No, the, oh, in the uh, bathroom. Yeah, yeah I don't okay. want to tell people, but I don't no, want to, yeah, I don't want to, it's a new but movie. Just saying, just saying the word bathroom, people are not like, ooh, yeah, they're gonna, ooh, what's happening in the bathroom? The bathroom. Yeah. So th- yeah. that is, um, um, and there's people reacting to it on TikTok and, yeah, and all kind on. of stuff like that. And Ox, a student at Oxford University, finds himself drawn into the world of a charming oh, and yes. aristocratic classmate who invites him to his ex- eccentric family's sprawling estate for a summer never to be forgotten. Uh-huh. Um, and that is, yeah, that happens. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. Um, but that doesn't really tell you anything about the movie. Um, it is combination psychological thriller black mm-hmm. comedy yeah yeah um yeah. the movie um i think lacks energy for the first 30 minutes in fact around that time i right. we were going like should yeah, we continue it's this it's a little like what's going you know it feels like a little <clears throat> but okay. being the movie buffs we are we knew it was happening so we hung out we yeah. gave so mr pittsburgh said let's give it just a little bit and like it minute 32 all of a sudden it's like somebody stepped on the gas yep. and the movie like, really kind of oh. takes off and it becomes okay. very entertaining pretty much to the end right um <clears throat> I, and you kind of know exactly where it was going either i mean i won't be i won't be like well i you know i've seen something new yes. i know exactly what was going to happen blah nope. blah blah no i thought i i thought they did a good job of creating some mystery um right. i thought that they the um it was, you know, um, it has a kind of, it has a couple different twists. Yeah, not, it's not so twisty like some of these some You're of like, these stories like that. It's here? like you know, no, but look over there, and then guess what? He's actually a werewolf. But no, he's not really a werewolf. He's actually a dog. No, he's not really a dog. He's your grandmother. You know, whatever. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. there's some of these stories that have to get so stupid. <clears throat> it isn't like that. It isn't like that, yes. um, no. but there's some twists and some, yeah. you know, turn to turnarounds and mm-hmm, um, switchbacks. Mm-hmm. Like a kind of oh. like it's kind of going this way. Like, oh no, we're gonna go over here for a minute. <clears throat> but it's it's very well acted, mm-hmm. very well shot. It's the, the it's the cinematography in it. I would call, I'll even say stunning. It's really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. These uh, actors, this uh, Barry Coogan, who is. Um, you guys have you seen him in the killing of the sacred deer? Right. Yes. yes. He's great in that. Uh, he's in this. Um, it, it, he just got this kind of. He's some fucked up with his face. You know what I mean? Like, like he's not ugly, but he's got some kind of like very striking something going on with his face. Yeah. And um, it's a bit this, androgynous. I may, maybe androgynous. Yeah. Uh, I almost, at first I'm like Ooh. I'm going to say something, and please do not. I'm please do oh, not boy. cancel me or be mad at me. Okay, but I'm just saying that like parents when I very get your first, kids out of the room. When I very first saw him, just took a picture, <laughs> didn't know who he was. I thought he was a and maybe been partially mildly Down syndrome kind of. Kind of person. Yeah, he has a very he has interesting. A, he yeah. has a kind of like, yeah. <clears throat> and and if and Barry, I I love you. Think you're amazing. But yeah. that was like a sort of just quick 
thought that I had. So he's meaning that like he has an unusual kind of features. He's not yes. ugly or anything like that. No, it's, no, just no. A, it's just he's something... he's very he's got like a un- really something unique different. face, and he'll probably yeah. get cast. A lot, and he's. It seems to be happening for him. Yeah, he seems to be getting cast in some really cool shit because of that. Like he's got part of that is. I mean, film is a visual thing, right? Mm-hmm. So yes. you, you, you want know, something you're gonna, to catch the yes. viewer's attention. Yes. So sometimes there's a lot of you know there was a lot of films I think in, you know over the years that I watched that I think forgot like what you know this would be so much better like if you've actually made it visually interesting. Like, right. Don't just set a camera there, <clears throat> but. Um, this is a very visually stunning movie. The cast is just off. Rosamund Pike. Oh, is the, I love and, when, her. and this is really what happens. When she comes into the picture right. at about 32 minutes, she really brings all this like life yep. and excitement to like yeah. energy, not excitement, energy to the story. She's really fucking great in it. I think she's a standout. And I do not know the other woman's name. Who? No, the woman who plays the, the uh, sister? sister is great, but the other woman who's staying with them. Oh, yeah. She's not in it really long, but she, I felt I, I thought I, like, I I felt like they her. would get rid of her too quick. Like I thought like, she yeah, could have been an interesting she added foible something. for the main characters. Yes. <clears throat> but it was already wildly interesting. Mm-hmm. And it does have a pretty big cast. And when you have something like that, you got to be a little. You can't give everybody full time. Oh, Annabelle was her name. Annabelle yeah, Sadie. The, the, yeah. So, so, so overall. So overall, yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, Barry Coogan, uh, Jacob uh, Elordi. Elordi is that Elordi? how you say it? I Elordi. Like it. It'll work. Rosamund Pike. Sure. Uh, Richard Grant, who's been in a million yes. things, and. Um, yeah, it's great. I don't want. I'm going to say that. I just think you should watch it. Yeah. Um, it's very well done. You get through the first half an hour, yeah. and then it like it Stick really pick, it really pace really pick the pacing. They correct the pacing. Right. I don't know what happened. I get you, you the mo- the rest of the movie doesn't work without the first thirty minutes. Yeah, like yeah. that's the setup. Like you have to have that. And I was something I always feel kind of lazy in a movie. Like this is something I'm going to criticize it for. Is like it doesn't have to be. There's many movies that have setups. Or they're able to like communicate to you who you know who the characters are, what they want, what their mm-hmm, motivations mm-hmm. are, like in a very kind of fun, fast kind of way. Right. And think of all the movies they're like, you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark. It doesn't take long to figure right. out who boom. Indiana Jones is. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, boom. You know what I mean? Now, granted, that is a more simple plot than this movie. This movie has some twists and turns. This is a much deeper movie. I'm not comparing it to Indiana Jones. But um there are there are ways to make that process just as hot as the rest of the movie. It doesn't have exactly. to be like, okay, we're going to sit and quietly twiddle uh-huh. our thumbs while you tell us the background. <clears throat> so, but other than that, and I'm overstating it, it isn't that bad. It's still really good. It's like, it's like even yeah, all I didn't that's hate this movie. I was yeah, like, even all that's beautifully shot and everything, but yeah. this, the rest of it is really, I think it's very good. I think yeah. it's a, um, and it may end up becoming a kind of classic at some point. Mm-hmm, I think that mm-hmm. because it is, and I think there's a lot of people who aren't, as much of cinephiles as you and I are, will be more impressed with the so-called shocking moments. They'll be more impressed sure. with some of the twists and everything like yes. that. So if you're jaded about movies, like we are, not because we're jaded, but because we've seen so many, you know what I mean? You may not, It may not blow you away, but somebody who's not is like, you just wants to watch a good movie, mm-hmm. you know, if again, it's a slow burn. So don't, you know, this isn't the fucking, this isn't a Marvel no, no. <laughs> you have to pay attention. This isn't to a Godzilla it. thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Uh, but yeah, Saltburn. That was on my list to talk about too. So yeah. anything else you want to talk about? No, that's about it. Um, yeah, Saltburn. That was my big thing. I said Happy New Year to everybody. Um, yeah. Um, I think you, um, let's talk a little guitar. Yeah. Um, do you know? Do you guys know who Steve Morse is? 
I do. You do. Yeah. Okay. Um, Steve Morse is a. Um, uh, he came to prominence in the 1980s <clears throat> as a as the guitarist for the Dixie Dregs. Yeah. At which the, the Dixie Dregs were an interesting mix of kind of like <laughs> bluegrass and progressive rock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like kind of like kind of what they did. They did a great. They were the intersection of those two things, if you could imagine that. Um, and um, Steve Morse has a great heritage. He's a University of Miami graduate, and he was there at the same time that Hiram Bullock, oh wow, um, uh, Jaco Pastorius, yes, a lot of other <clears throat> famous musicians uh, came. Up. Pat Metheny, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're all there. Um, he, but he was uh, he. The great Rick Beato has an hour and a half with him up on YouTube. If you guys want to check it out, it's really interesting. Um, he is a uh, an amazing guitar player. One of the things he does at the beginning of the of the of the interview is he plays a piece by himself on guitar. Oh, with cool! A, with a track, he has tracks. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's something from a new project he has or something like that. But to bring it down to earth a little bit, let me back up. He's also the guitarist for Deep Purple, and he's the guitarist for Kansas. Mm-hmm. He's in Kansas and Deep Purple. Yeah, <laughs> like, just side but, gigs, you know? just side gigs for him. I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. Sure. He was. Oh, he's also licensed airplane. Uh, air, air, airline. He's pilot. licensed to airplane. To airplane. He's licensed. licensed you talk gooder. I I say. I he's licensed to airplane. He's the a uh, license to um to pl- drive on a on a plane. <laughs> to drive a plane. <laughs> to float a plane in the sky. There you go. <clears throat> Perfect. He can go fly a fucking kite. Uh, but he you know he's a uh, he was an air he was a uh, airline pilot for a while. There you go. Wow. Is there anything he hasn't done? Um. And he has, this was, this was the thing that, now there's, there's a lot to this, I'm not going to go through the whole thing. Um, and I actually, in, in full disclosure, my buddy Jason Wilcox on his podcast, he always says, in full disclosure, <laughs> um, like anybody cares, but yeah. I haven't completed the whole interview yet. Okay. I've seen some of it. I haven't finished the whole thing. Um, but he does talk about, they get into like stuff about Bach and like, it's really interesting, but he talks about his guitar technique and, and you know this is a thing that struck me from the beginning of the thing like he's known for having this insane picking technique yes <clears throat> and I'm watching him play he appears to be really tall like his arms are really long yeah, I kind of get that yeah. impression uh, but he's sitting down so it's kind of hard to tell um, and he has the craziest right hand I've ever fucking seen and, he, and he's a monster. He sounds fucking great. But he was doing all these weird gymnastics with his right arm, with his right hand. Oh, yeah? And there were times where it looks like he completely locked the wrist, and he was like... Just it was his whole right, arm. Like, yeah. My whole arm, at least like like really from the elbow, elbow. really hard. Like wow. He really was just like... That elbow was going... And um, so he finished the... It sounded yeah. great. It looked weird. Um, and then as he... T- was being interviewed by Rick Beato, he was talking about his pecking technique and he says that he has played so much. What he has done is he has worn away the cartilage in, the, in like his wrist in a couple places. Oh, wow. And it's insanely painful for him to pick. So that's why he's so he's adjust. doing, he's like, wow. he's like, I'm not, uh, I'm not working around. I'm no weirdo. And he start, yeah. <laughs> Ludini may think I'm weird, but. Well, no, it was really interesting. It was really interesting. It was obviously something like, it was crazy. Yeah. And, uh, but he, once he, he was explaining, and then he was demonstrating like what he was doing. Oh, it's wow. like, but there are still things that he does that like, it's still causing pain. He hasn't worked around yeah, everything yet, yeah. you know, but there's one piece that's really famous. Um, 
10,000 notes or something like that. It's like a kind of a famous piece. I think I could be saying the piece wrong. <clears throat> and um, he, he always picked that with a pick. He plays it with his fingers now. Yeah. Wow. And he's like, yeah, man, it doesn't sound as cool, but don't worry, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Like, <laughs> and it's so great to hear guys of that status right, and of say, that uh, age you know, who are like, they're still working on it. They yeah. still want to like, there's still shit they want to do. Like, there. you know, and I love the fact that he sort of had like a little bit of a roadblock thrown in front of him, but he's like on full bore. Yeah. You know, you know, yeah. this, you know music is it. his life, you know, finds a way. You know, once you, it's just not like being a plumber. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the auto repair business. It's, tell me, I'm telling you, man. Playing guitar, playing music is not like that. There's something else. Mm-hmm. And, and this is why so many people will do it for fucking free or no money. Right. <laughs> There's such like, a it's rush. Such a blast yeah. too. Um, but um, we're going to talk about that <clears throat> in a minute here when we get into our predictions for. All right. Uh, but yeah, I think it's I think it's noteworthy. You should check it out and see more on the Rick, on Rick Beato. I want to talk about a couple more. Uh, films. Um, one, I'm just going to real quickly tell you: stay away from "It's a Wonderful Knife." We talked about that, that a couple sucks. weeks ago before yeah. Christmas. Yeah. yeah, we talked about it before Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> it was so traumatic. Well, what what wow. it was was a buddy of mine sent me a text and rec- he's like, "Here's like five <clears throat> movies I watched recently that I think you would like." And "It's a Wonderful Knife" was on the list. I didn't say anything. About it. I said, "Check out Saltburn." Yeah, there you go. That's what I told him to check. Out. You might actually enjoy it more than you enjoyed "A Wonderful Knife." Okay, so I want to talk about this movie right here. I would like to get it in front of me, though, so that... Um, Pull it up, because we want to make sure everybody... I say the correct... Everybody gets their full... I do. I do like to do it if it's yeah. possible. But this is a movie from 1995 called wow. Citizen X. Okay. Starring the amazing Stephen Ray, Donald Sutherland, and Max von Sydow. Ooh. Max von Sydow's part is not really... He doesn't have a lot of screen time or a lot of lines, uh-huh. but his part is insanely important to the story. Okay. Like the movie doesn't work without his character, and he plays his character. He's always great. You know Mike's one side of it. Oh, right? yeah, of course. <clears throat> um, the first movie that I'm familiar with with him was The Seventh Seal. Have you ever seen that? Oh, years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah where he plays chess with death uh-huh. on the yep, beach. And yep. like, it's fucking great. Wait, it's wait. A, I'm thinking of Bill and Ted, too. Never mind. They're playing Battleship with Death. Sunk my battleship. <laughs> so let's talk a little wee bit about this. Stephen Ray, Donald Sutherland. Wow. Not Sutherland, I always call him that. But Jeffrey D. Munn, who was like, I went, oh, was, he, yeah. was he in Hill Street Blues or something? He was an 80, uh, 80s wow. actor. Yeah. John Wood, that's a generic name, but you would know him. And Josh, <laughs> Josh Ackland, who is in a, he always plays a really piece of shit guy. Right. And he does not disappoint. In yeah. It. He plays the, he plays the head of the, uh, the Gestapo. Yeah. Is that what that's right. called? I you remember the him. the police called in Soviet Union? With it, the the SS. No, that's Oh, that, we're in the Soviet Union? Soviet Union. What were they called? Uh, that is the KGB. The KGB. Yeah, that's right. Gestapo. He's the head of the KGB. Gestapo. Well, it's the same. I mean, yeah, I'm all excited with Gestapo. Well, I, mean, I love Gestapo, especially if it's cold. <laughs> Wait, that's 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 not the word. Gestapo, a dish best served cold. <laughs> uh, maybe we could maybe we could create a um a, a food line. Yes. We'll have something. We'll create something called Gestapo. Gestapo. Gestapo's. You're a cook. Get on it. Gestapo's restaurant. Hey, well, come on down. Gestapo's restaurant. No, no it's just going to be a dish that we're going to sell. A dish? Yeah, we're going to one of those companies that like delivers food to people's houses. There you go. Send them out a big, big 
tub of Gestapo. Mm. Do you um? I, one of my favorite YouTube channels is Fan Fanboy Flicks. Uh-huh. <clears throat> this guy, oh, weird yeah, movies yeah, with okay. Mark. He's really good. Yeah. He's really this guy is a, this guy is a comedian and a and a, <laughs> and a film buff. And he combines the two things really like Space Ice is another one he does. Yes, I like to. him too. Yeah, um, but he's he, and he does. So he his latest video was on the movie The Stuff. Did you see The Stuff? I don't think I have. Oh, uh, Gar- I think Garrett Morris is in it. Fucking oh wow! Off the hook. It is a kind of um, homage to the Blob. It's from 1980. Okay, it's a movie that Rich Morris and I went to go see. Really? Yeah. The stuff. The stuff. The stuff. But yeah, it's kind of like the Blob. It's called the stuff. All right. Then. Um, but um, I don't know how we how we ended up on the stuff. But anyways, is watching weird movies uh, with Mark, and he does a hilarious um, take on. Um, on that it's it's up right now on on YouTube you can you can check it out cool. but anyways back to this uh, movie uh, tr- directed by Chris Gerolmo is that Geromo Gerolmo Geronimo I don't think that's it at all that's not, but uh, anyways directed by Geronimo <laughs> <laughs> your name is now Geronimo congratulations Chris. congratulations during the 80s, Soviet Union's authorities hunt for a serial killer who picks his victims in railway stations and commuter trains and lures them into the woods. Um, mm. This is a based on true events. This was Russia's most notorious serial killer. Oh, I've seen this. It is really good. It's very fucking good. This wow. Is, this is one of those like, I didn't recognize they don't the name. fucking make these movies like this anymore. No. Um <laughs> And I'm just going to go ahead uh, in five, four, three, two, one. That's your spoiler alert. Um, you don't, they don't do any, they don't play it out like a mystery. Like, you know, they don't know who, like, right. you don't know right. who did it. You know, pretty on, pretty early on in the film, mm-hmm. who, who's, who's doing that. That's right. what the point of the film is. What the point of the film is, is that like this fucking uh, main character portrayed brilliantly by Stephen Ray fucking brilliantly is he is so hamstrung by the system like uh-huh. And not and there's not like it's not like in America where we have like we're trying to have like legitimate checks and balances, right? So you don't just haul people off that aren't you know what I mean? You don't harass people, blah 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 blah. So you know, they wouldn't have problem with that. <laughs> no, in no. fact, that is their tactic. <laughs> yeah. Instead, but what he has like he wants to get access to certain tools and things that they're like the the communist government's yeah. like no. Yeah, no. and and the 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 character played by uh, Josh Ackland, Josh Ackland, he's the plays the, the head of the K, the KGB person in charge uh-huh. of this whole thing, and he was like, you know, um, there's no such thing as serial killers. This is a ro- roving right. gang or something. Yeah. Yeah. Serial killers are a product of Western capitalism, uh-huh. and this is how this is what sets the tone for the rest of the movie. It is really a movie about East versus West. That's really what it's about. Because yeah. the Stephen Ray character, like he's like, let's we're using techniques that are like fifty fucking years old. Like uh-huh. let me call the FBI. They right. probably have a date. They were like, here we go. They just like get the fuck out of here. No. You know, you want we want the FBI to know about this? Right. No fucking way. Nope. Um, he want, what else does he want? He wants to bring in a psychiatrist, and it's really concerned. None of the psychiatrists yeah, like will work with the case because they're yeah, afraid yeah. that that's going to like that was that was a no no. The psychiatry in the Soviet Union was very touchy. A lot of those guys yeah. were like never heard from again mm-hmm, because you know mm-hmm. you know if anything came out and you know they, 
about you know why is somebody depressed? Well, because it's a fucking communist country. And right, my life sucks. Duh. Like okay, no, yeah. that you, oh, you've yeah. come to the wrong conclusion. You yeah. need to go to re-education. <laughs> yeah, you know that's that's the kind of shit that was going on. Um, and so there's this giant like struggle between you know the sort of the government and everything putting the kibosh and every, simple things that he wants to do mm-hmm. that would like catch this guy there's yeah. even a scene in the movie where they do catch him and they have to let him go and because the the, yeah. the KGB guy says he is a loyal member of the communist party oh, man. you know like those yeah. guys could never do anything wrong right you know what I mean like right. and it's, and it's wow. I think that it's a, it's a good movie for people to watch today because it kind of it kind of like just makes you go like you know, power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. absolutely. So before, you know, you know, you want to go handing all our power over to governments and stuff like that. You got to be super fucking careful about that. I'm going to promise you the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, you know, you just got to be super careful. But it's really um, and it, it so the so the sort of political thriller kind of aspect to it is really good. The sort of personal drama about it's um, really good. There's some really tragic moments. They, uh, they the, the Soviet the, the, the Soviet government says, well, this guy's obviously homosexual. So let's just arrest every homosexual we know. You know, they just go around and do shit like that. You know what I mean? Beating uh-huh. up gays. <laughs> like, nice. That's great. Look at Kevin Smith. There's an ad on the screen right now with Kevin Smith in it. He's, he's he looks like yeah. He looks actually pretty good. He actually looks 20 years younger than yeah. he did 20 years yeah. ago. <laughs> 20 years ago, yeah, yeah. But I highly recommend Citizen X. I'm so glad you 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 mentioned this because I saw this movie and as, as soon as I realized this is the movie, I remember seeing it. I saw it once and it stuck with me because it's so good. I could not remember the name of the film. Until just now, yeah, it is. it's very, such a good, gonna... <clears throat> very good. What happens is that this case takes so long; it starts out in the mid '80s. Yeah. By the time it ends, though, the wall has come down, mm-hmm. and then to see how things change, what and so men who tiptoed around each other six months earlier are now telling each other to go get fucked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because it's like you know you can't do nothing to me now. Fuck you. You know what I mean? You're full of shit. Uh, it's good stuff. Um, I want to mention real quick. La, 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 um, there's a uh, so-so one out called The Puppet Man. I'm not going to get too far into it. Um, you might want to check out. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's a check out or not. How, how do you feel about this? A movie that's like the first two acts are kind of meh, and then but it really picks up at the end. Wait, say it again. Uh, yeah. Well, how would you feel about a movie where, um, you know, the first two acts are kind of meh, but it picks up really not good at the end the third act is good you have to make it for those i mean we almost turned off salt burn yeah yeah and yeah i don't know like if it's if it's a you know if that kind of thing bothers you i think it has a solid third act um but i wouldn't it's i'm gonna say no i'm gonna say i'm not really gonna recommend it okay then that's too you know what i mean there's a lot of movies that have i've seen this all the time why are so many movies where like that's a cool scene or that's a cool whatever Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. it doesn't make the movie good it's not the whole yeah yeah, you know what i mean that doesn't necessarily make the movie good all right then okay so this is the last one i want to talk about this is a foreign language film oh thank you um it is called Guy Moon, the lightness, uh, the light, the lightless door. Okay. In a community center where a mass murder took place years earlier, involves a paranormal investigator who discovers a door to another world. Uh, director is Sim Dok Gain. Wow. Yeah. I think this is Korean, isn't it? I uh, think it is. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It looks like. 
Those are Korean. Yeah, they're Korean names. So this is a um, this is a horror movie. Um, it has an, it has some, it has some interesting things. There's a at the heart of it, it's a kind of haunted um, hospital, haunted mental hospital kind, uh-huh. or on a, like a haunted house kind of thing. It's an apartment. Right, it's right. not a mental hospital. It's an apartment. It's an apartment building, and um, but it they bring in all this interesting. Um, witchcraft and things that you know that somebody was doing and um it does a great job of jumping time periods and it does it very quickly i think some people will say that that's confusing i found that it added like energy to Uh the story energy must be the word for tonight i Um, like it uh, added kind of energy to the story it took something that could have just been like something we've seen a million times and made it like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I mean sure, like, so sure. I would say I would I would say this is solid. This is a movie if you're a horror fan and you're like, oh man, I've seen some, and, and you and you're cool with a, a Asian horror films or your or mm-hmm, foreign mm-hmm. horror films where you have to you know read the subtitles or whatever. Um, I would say give it a. Sh- I would say to give it a. Um, that is not the trailer for it, by the way. That's some. Oh, movie. okay. Okay, I don't know what that is, um, but uh, I would say to give it a kind of uh, give it a, give it a shot. Um, okay. Uh, it's got a lot of cool elements. There's a lot of it's mystery. There's a sort of mystery that's like you know that's slowly kind of unfolding as the story uh-huh. goes. So it's not uh-huh. like you yes, know just yes. like oh this monster popping out, this ghost popping out, blah blah blah. blah. There's a kind of like what's going on here? Why is this stuff happening? You get caught, right. kind of caught up in it. I would say that it's a recommend. Uh, you, I would recommend okay. that uh, you check it out. Um, Phil Knight says that the used guitar prices are tanking. What do you? I, and and here's what I will say. Um, Where <clears throat> I think they are. Um, the, yeah, I've I kind have of noticed seen too. Check this out. Yeah, a lot of stuff that I did not land <clears throat> on Reverb. Yeah, comes his comeback on now. Interesting. Exact same. That such and such you're watching is available now. Uh-huh. So what happened? Did somebody buy it? And like, are they reselling, or did people like they? Yeah. Or did like the guy not have luck selling? So so there was a, a Paul Reed Smith. Um, I'll give give an example. And there's many like this. This Paul Reed Smith um, SE. Okay. And I think it has a very cool look. Somebody modified the guitar a little bit. Okay. Okay. It's a kind of neat, like junior meets telly kind of vibe. It's very fun. It's Karina. Okay. It's sure. Karina oh, with nice. a cool pick, cool pick guard. So yes. it's got one, one. It's got one single um, P90 in it. So it's got a real kind of retro. Oh, rock interesting. And roll. Okay. Yeah. Now it originally came with two P90s, but somebody took, and they did something with a they 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 put one of those neato the pick card looks vintage, but it's not. It's really well got really really well done. Okay. And um, so the guitar was sitting on reverb in the seven to eight hundred dollar price range mm-hmm. for like a long time, and I was had been watching it for a long time, <clears throat> and I was like, "There's no way I'm paying that. Like five hundred would be my well, right, I would right. pay for that." Um, <clears throat> my last uh, SE I got for um, under. Four hundred. Is that the white one? Yeah, oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's a really nice guitar. It plays yeah. beautifully. It has. It's been in a case uh, for three weeks. I bet if I took it out right now, it'd probably still be in tune. Of course. Um, but um, so I was looking at it, and I was thinking about sending a guy an offer. It was hovering around the, the you know, it, was, it started around like in upper sevens, then it was like kind of in. I mean, the upper seven it came down uh-huh. to kind of like the uh-huh. lower sevens or yeah. something, you know. But I was like, that's too high. I was going to think about offering five hundred bucks, and then one day I noticed the headstock somebody had changed. Now I love locking oh, tuners, yes. but whatever locking tuners they put on didn't match up, so there's screw holes in the back okay. of the headstock. Yeah, and I found that just kind of like, oh, oh. Mm. Uh, 
But uh, so then I sort of just decided to kind of not mess with everyone. And then it was gone. And then I got a notice. Now it's on there. Came back on at 5:45. Really interesting. Yeah, you know. And I've there's there's been guitar after guitar after guitar. I was watching. I think these guitars are stupidly overpriced. These Hamer mm-hmm. standards. Like mm-hmm. that's a very cool guitar. Sure. But it's a fucking Hamer. It's not a fucking. You're trying to pretend like you're it's a Gibson. Yeah. Stop. Just because it's old doesn't mean it. You know. Right. Just calm down. Right. Yes, they're nice guitars, but simmer down. Um, <laughs> you know, they're thirty two hundred dollars for you know. Get the fuck out of here. That guitar's not worth it. Yeah. Um, but you know, a couple of those that like I was just watching out of curiosity have you know were like it's were like tw- people wanted twenty seven twenty hundred dollars. I basically hit the little heart button because I thought they were beautiful guitars. I was just yeah. kind of watching. Sure. I wasn't really yeah. Personally interested in buying. I just want to kind of see what happens. Yeah, yeah. See you know? what happens. And um, just you know, gone, sold. You missed your opportunity. Blah blah blah. And then a couple weeks ago, came back on for like seventeen hundred dollars. Like was, big, what? big. Big seven, eight, nine, twelve hundred dollar prices off on things. Interesting. Yeah, uh, you know what guitars? I think like I'm, con- I'm. There's one on there, and I'm thinking about buying it. Yeah. It's it's um, one of those. Um, it it they're high, there's some Japanese Les Pauls that are very highly regarded. Orville's, Greco's, and some of the Orville is a Gibson. Basically, it, it, yeah, okay. Yeah. So there, so but there's a there's a Greco on there with set neck okay. and everything. So it's a Ooh. burst that is clean as fuck, yeah. and it's like six, seven hundred, six fifty, something mm. like that. Mm. You know, and it was on there before at like fourteen hundred dollars. Yeah, you know. Okay, and it's still sitting there. I thought it'd be gone. I thought it'd be gone very quickly. I'm like, I'm gonna like this, but uh-huh. it's gonna be uh-huh. gone, you know, in 15 minutes. And and um, no, no, it's 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 still sitting there. So it's interesting. The the ones that are bolt on, I I'm like I would never yeah, no. consider. But the set a set neck, and that's a that's yeah. a highly the, the Grecos and the Orvils, and there might be another one that are like considered like no, these are like really good. the Takai Takai made a Les yep. Paul. Yep. It's like dead nuts. It's supposed to be really nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah there's there's a Takai on there for ridiculous. Ridiculous price, though. We'll see how long it sits. This Montoya, are, yeah. Well, Montoya, seventeen hundred dollars. I, t- I no. told you there was a Cortez on there. It was my first guitar. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think that like we could be in a kind of soft yeah, well, market for used guitars at the moment. We could. Be. I, I hope so. We could be. We could be. We could. I hope be. so. I need an SG, an Explorer, or a Flying V. Any of those, or even a Fire. Did you a watch the uh, Five Watt World? Um, Artists that made the three thirty five great or something. I haven't. Like that. I haven't seen it yet. I've saved it, but I, I haven't I, seen it yet. Yeah, I. I watched it, but I must have fallen asleep because I don't remember it. Oh. <clears throat> That's no reflection on the chant on the five watt. Oh, five watt's fantastic. That, it was probably just turning it on late at night yeah, or yeah. you know falling asleep. Yep. I fall asleep yep. to YouTube all the time. Um, this is just real quick. Like um, in twenty over the past um, uh, over the past few months, this past year. I really settled into like how I need to practice. Okay. Like, um, and I always kind of felt like I was being lazy, but then I just realized, no, you're not being lazy. You, you're working with the tools that you have your, well, your time and your, and like your own mental, like your own attention span and things like that Mm -hmm. and what you like to do and what interests you, et cetera. So, um, I've just sort of started to realize that part of my, my musical journey of, I became a, I've become like a solid practicer, which I never was in my whole life, but I had to practice. I had to do it in my own way. Okay. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a, you know, um, 
so and, and I thought that like okay you know oh, that's weird that's you know I could never like I wouldn't recommend that to anybody or whatever. And then, and then, and then, you know, but I was going like, but it really worked for me. I've really improved. There's lots of stuff I could not do. This stuff I couldn't do two weeks ago. Like, you know, oh, it's nice. really like, yeah. yeah. So, um, but I thought like, okay, you know, you're just weird, whatever. And then I watched a cool video where a guy was talking about like something like six myths guitar players believe. Mm-hmm. And one of them was like, you know, they follow, they, they, they subscribe to these practice routines like that are either on YouTube or in the guitar magazines. Remember mm-hmm. when we were kids? Yep. St- yep. Uh, Steve Eyes, 18 hour guitar workout. Right, right. <laughs> you're like, holy shit. You know what I mean? Like, nobody can live up to that. Um, and, um, you know, he was talking about like you have to just you know, and, and I was thinking about I'm like, well, okay, that's kind of like okay, so I'm not crazy. There's some other people in the world that think like that way. Yeah. I do. You know, yeah, I I actually saw a um, um, a blog one time by by a guitar teacher, and people were asking him questions um about you know how he teaches and stuff, and it somehow it came up like, what do you do with kids that like you have a hard time getting to practice? And he says he says I tell them to practice for four minutes a day. Okay. Okay. And here's what happens. And, uh-huh. and this guy is very wise. That yes. sounds crazy, right? But four minutes is about the time it would take a beginner to maybe get to learn get through a song they were working on. Right. Okay. Here's what happens. It it here's what happens. This is it's like they've done studies on. There's a great book called The Willpower um the will the willpower reflex the willpower instinct um by kelly mcdonagall you should absolutely read that book but what we've learned is that there's something about us that when we start to do something that's the biggest problem Mm -hmm. getting started started getting started Mm -hmm. So, and then when somebody says do something for four minutes, you can go like, oh, I can't right, do that. Four, four minutes. minutes. Like, look, you know, yeah. even a kid, because it's less than, because it's all, because what you say to the kids, like, look, I want you to practice literally less than five minutes a day. Right. Like, how, that's like the lowest barrier to entry yeah, like, you can oh, find. Okay. Well, oh, shit, I can do that. Guy, no problem. Four fucking minutes. I can do that. You know what I mean? You know, as long as I can watch TikTok. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so, um, there are it, it it doesn't it doesn't have to be super regimented. It has to be your own system mm-hmm. in your mind. You have like how what you're working on, how you how you do it. And so one of the things I've been like just bound and determined, like you know, every time you think you know the neck, you yep. find out you don't know the neck. Like there's some other thing you need to unlock. And so like I was nailing it, of course, with the scales and I was nailing it with, you know, the major and minor arpeggios. I know those sideways. Sure. Um, <clears throat> and, and, you know, so I could hit all the notes from the chords as I'm playing, you know, and everything. But where I, where I was falling that where I, where I had not explored yet, the nooks and crannies I had not dug into yet really mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. All, and they were lurking around in my mind and they were kind of like, you know, kind of like, get away from me. Like, you know, I know you, I knew, I know I need to learn you, but I can't deal with you right now. Um, are the notes that are sort of in between the chords. So as the chords are changing, there right. are, and there's guys that make really good use of this. Um, um, uh, guys like Larry Carlton mm-hmm. and Robin Ford make really good use of this. Even rock guitarists like Elliot Easton make very good use of this. Um, and it's, um, so these involve, so I've been like working on, 
I don't want to get too technical. I'm, I'm, I'm dialing myself back for a second because I'm about ready to launch into a whole thing, <laughs> which I'm not going to get into. I'm going to about Three to give a music theory later. lesson. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but just say that, like, I, you know, I, I latched on to the, the, this other this other idea, and it involves really understanding and learning all the diminished arpeggios, and you know, da, da, da. so I have been exploring that. So that takes up. That's like part of what, but I'm doing it li- like diligently. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll tell you guys, like if you want to learn anything on the guitar, I would tell you that like the last thing I would do, if you're already to the point where you can play a little bit, sure, you know what I mean. You kind of know the basics, you know, you can kind of get. It. I would say, I would say, you have just dig into YouTube, just dig into YouTube. Don't you don't have to pay for anything. You can do it right. completely it's fucking all free. There. It's all there. The only time I would pay anybody is if I wanted personal. Right. Interaction, right? You know what I mean. I really needed so and so. I really felt like I felt like I would really advance if so and so could evaluate my playing, like as mm-hmm, I was playing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's the type of stuff I think is sure. I think is a very good value. I would not discourage you from doing stuff like that. But <clears throat> if you say you want to learn, you know how to understand the neck, or you want to learn to like, you know, bl- you want to learn how to play blues, or you want to learn how to play metal, or you want to learn how to shred, or whatever like that. Like literally watch a gazillion there's a gazillion videos oh, on yeah. it. watch all of them because what ends up happening is yes. you don't just pick one teacher this is a mistake I think some people make they pick one teacher there's no need to why mm-hmm. you can, these, there's like there's like a million of the greatest guys in the world teaching you like, oh, yeah, don't I you know. want to learn from all of them you yeah. know yeah. because what happens is they might be side by side teaching this, the same uh, thing that maybe the same technique or the same idea or whatever like that, but some one of them explains it in one way, another explains it in another way, and and it's that getting all those different ways of understanding it yeah. is what makes you understand it. So he, that Joe Schmo understands it in a certain way, and John Smith understands it in another way, but you might put the two things together in your mind and go, like, oh, oh, it clicks oh, for you. Stuff is clicking yeah, now, yeah, you know. Yeah. And sometimes somebody will say something that another guy won't say, and it really just opens it up. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So I, I mean, there's no. I, I suspect that this is probably not just true of guitar. I suspect this is probably true of business oh, and all yeah. kinds of things. You could, if you, if you be like knuckle down and just, you know, we're like a dog with a bone. You are going to learn whatever. Mm-hmm. I think you could probably go really far, really far with YouTube. Like really oh, yeah. far, really far. There's just so much free information. Your kids today have it easy. And then, and then, of course, off YouTube <laughs> stuff like Google. I mean, there's articles and oh, yeah. you know music and tabs and stuff whatever um so let's talk about some of our uh, predictions these are okay uh, in full disclosure <laughs> um these are not mr pittsburgh's you may chime in with your thoughts yeah i will i'm I, gonna be <laughs> color color commentator co- commentator yes not yeah, colored my, my colored commentator oh no, see i knew it was gonna go there honky Honky the clown, honky he goes Speaking with of, you when you explore. Just pull his leash. Wow, Go for a walk. He's your clown for sure. Do it, honky. JLA, honky jamming with you, man. I know, I like it. Honky and his old lady. <laughs> <laughs> there, there you go. I was like, you know, anyway, so we're get, we got to get to the topic. So. I think that the music, one of the things that this seems to be a um, yes. common thought yes. out there is this sort of continued shrinking of um, 
the the music business. Oh, um, you know, there's not like when we grew up, there were like dozens of record labels. Right. You know, you would buy. You would remember it was in the cent. We would buy the album, mm-hmm. and it was in the mm-hmm. center. <laughs> you know, Casablanca, right? Whatever. Atlantic, MCA, Atlantic. There was yes. all these, and all the divisions. IRS. I have some records uh, oh, wow. on the IRS label. Yep. Um, yep. You know, uh, there's tons, tons, tons. I'm, and if I didn't name your favorite, I'm We're sorry. sorry. We're just. This is you know. So sorry. Look, are we already jerked off for an hour, so we have yeah, to kind of get now. through this. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so I. <laughs> So one of the predictions is that this is actually going to continue to homo- to 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 shrink and homogenize, um, and I don't see why it wouldn't. I mean, that's what it's been doing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for um, decades yes. th- since since we went to uh, the online. Um, you know, since Napster was really, um, you know, it's. I saw an interview with a with a with a guy saying he's in a band called Monuments, and he was just he was talking about he they work with some bands that were like on that gravy train before the they were just at the end of it, you right, know, right before the the the, the digital thing really yep. took over, and they they really are like depressed. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. younger guys know what the business is and what uh-huh. they have to do yeah. and they just do it like this guy's like he's got he's got his own guitars like Rob Chapman you know Rob Chapman oh, yeah, you know sure. what I mean like this guy's kind of similar in the same way he's got his own guitars he has this like online teaching thing like, you know what I mean he's like you know mm-hmm. he's always like you have to do that's what being a musician today yeah, is in yeah. any case so in terms of shrinking business not shrinking in the sense because you're going to find out that like it's there's other things that are, that are really going to explode here um but um, just shrinking in terms of the support that you're going to get from any kind of like big record label. That's sure. just going to, yeah. and they're going to be way more frugal. They're gonna, yeah, they're yeah. going to be way more frugal uh, about, and they're going to only want to take chances on people that they have absolute control of, that they can absolutely groom, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. etc. Um, so um, the creator marketplace. This is we're in the, kind of in the middle of this. Um, Pre-pandemic, people were p- predicting that, like, over the next ten to fifteen years, that like this was going to be the biggest part of the market, or we're going to be content creators, right? And um, the pandemic sped that up. We're like mm-hmm. five mm-hmm. years ahead of schedule, <laughs> yeah, on yeah. that because of the pandemic. People were at home; they were they had nothing else be- to do, so everybody became create a creator. Content. Yeah. I mean, one of my favorite YouTube channels started on TikTok during the pandemic. Uh, Mr. Ballin. Oh yeah, yeah so he's, he's yeah. the guy. You know, he started and it picked up because people were bored, didn't want to do. So yeah, we watch this. Yep, yep. Um, so you're gonna you're gonna see more of that more of that and musicians that decry that or don't want to. You know, they're gonna you gotta you're gonna have to either join them or go do something else. Exactly. Um, AI is going to become a bigger player. Mm. Music creation. This is going to make music creation and music marketing even faster and more effective. I got as I was researching this, I got interested in an app called Splice, okay, which is promising. Really, like there, the technology is moving so fast that the things you're going to be able to do, I guess, with some of these non. It's what we're using here. We're using a system called a, a piece of software called Reaper, and it is a desktop desktop audio workstation. And this is how the music business, people have been making music for the past 20 years or so. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. This is exclusively how people have been making music for the past 20, 25 years. However, 
apps are coming along that make all the stuff that these things do yeah. that much faster, wow. that much easier. You can stay. And, and what it is for musicians, and it's not lazy. This is the thing where I think stuff where technology really is super beneficial to music. What happens with, with technology is very often it gets in the way of your flow. You've got to stop. Mm-hmm. Do to press this and take that and drag this over here and right, da, da, da. Right, right. I mean in the old days you had to think about like okay that song that oh shit that verse needs to be doubled okay mm-hmm. so where is that on the tape and you got out a magic marker right and you had marked it, it on imagine, the tape you imagine how that interrupts oh, what gosh. you're doing yeah, yeah you know what I mean I know I just want to put this here right here and I want to continue working I want to continue you know I'm coming up mm-hmm. with melodies and I have an idea and oh shit I got to cut tape it's gonna take an hour whatever yeah, yep um. So that's what the workstations have done for, you know, compared yeah. to tape. Well, apps are going to be, you know, are either are going to be a big part of how people are going to be making music, maybe even bigger than workstations. I mean, this is really, there's so many um, options, but the, the Slice app, uh, Splice app, excuse me, Sli- I like the Slice app too. Slice app is great, man. Not it repeats the places on Slice. That's the only bummer about it. But <laughs> but, but spl- no, anyways, Splice. No, anyways, there is a Slice app. That is a real thing. Okay. Um, but uh, Splice <clears throat> is looks really interesting, and I'm going to definitely sign up for it and fuck around with it. Um, yeah. It's a place where what people are doing is they are uploading and then purchasing samples, and you can request samples, and you can ask for it to be at a certain oh, speed okay. and a certain key, and like. And it's and, it, and there's people that did, they're going back and forth like it's like, it's like an elaborate That's like file cool. sharing thing. It's something that like the fucking man hasn't like picked up on yet and started mm-hmm. fucking with people over. So hopefully, it's not going Knock to on the wood. Um, but AI is going to be a bigger play. It's going to make music uh, music creation and music marketing faster and more effective. Um, this leads me to my next thing: is more done for you marketing services. Oh, okay. um, and this is the new thing. I, I when I was working with Joe Freeman a few years ago, mm-hmm. um, we were like, it seems to be like going in that direction of done for you because like nobody wants to sit and write a marketing piece. They want to fucking write music. Right. They want right. to develop that game. They want to produce that, mm-hmm. you know, whatever that what that art, whatever they want to do. They they, they don't want to design a piece of fucking marketing. Um, and this is going to this is coming out of AI that there's going to be a lot of marketing services for musicians out there. They're going to allow them to do things in ways that. Um, um, nobody's been able to ever do before um, and make it more personalized. Um, this is the name of the game. When the artist, when you get that, when you get a text on your phone from some artist uh-huh. and it really sounds like he's talking right to Pittsburgh, Gavin, right. you're going to feel like, all oh, man. nice. I'm, in, I'm yeah. in touch with this guy. Yeah, you're yeah. going to feel way more connected. <clears throat> um, it's an election year, so there's going to be a lot of, pl- get ready. Oh, boy. <laughs> a lot of political rhetoric. Um from musicians uh, something we love just mm-hmm. love it's my oh, favorite I love it I just fucking love it I heard want to stop the show now and I want to tell you something oh no oh. I think that it's fine it's, fu- it's oh. fine it's fine oh. um, it's fine on Twitter it's fine on places like that but don't stop the show and like don't make me go to a fucking political rally I mean mm-hmm. I saw a I'm gonna I'm gonna digress me what I digress I never digress no never but Speaking of the political thing, there is a um, Rock Rage Radio uh, di- uh, posted um, 
uh, somebody they were talking about albums. They were like, name an album that like you haven't listened to in a really long time. You went back and you were like, wow, what a great album. Okay. And they, the guy said, The Division Bell. He posted a picture of The Division right. Bell by Pink Floyd. There's nobody so far has discussed the actual topic of that post. Everybody's in talking about The Division Bell by Pink Floyd. Uh. <laughs> and um, it is a... Um, it, it is a kind of polarizing album. It is um, the divorce between David Gilmore and Roger Waters. It's yeah. the culmination yeah. of that. And I think, in my opinion, when I heard that record, I was no doubt in my mind who the real musician, the guy with the real musical vision for Pink Floyd is and was, is David Gilmore, mm-hmm. not Roger Waters. Roger got lost. He got political. He got pissed off. He's like, you know, he there. It's like they're carrying around a, um, a like a. Is a playground spat, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like for like forty fucking years, <clears throat> and I I don't get that impression from David Gilmore. You look at David Gilmore's output, all the stuff that Pink Floyd did without Roger Waters, a lot of it is really really good. Maybe it's not mm-hmm. your personal uh, uh, favorite Pink Floyd stuff, but I'm sorry, man. Like I think the final cut sucks. I think that like they were right to split ways with Roger Waters at that point. Like the you know I I I know I know there's people that love that album, but I think that album sucks. It's not it's not cohesive. It's not um how can I put it? there's a lot of great playing. It's one of the, it's like those movies with like great moments, but right, like I don't think right. it comes together. Can't carry at all. the whole movie yeah, or yeah. album. And, and yeah. like and 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 in their defense, right they were coming off the wall, which was what do you do like you put out the fucking dark side of the moon then a few years later which is one of the great it's like still on the charts mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know exactly. and then you put out the wall which like blew everybody's mind with this huge movie uh by with alan parker and it's like fucking great um so how do you follow that up i get that i get that the, that the final cut was probably you know doomed as a as a release Man. but but anyways i think that um uh you're going to see. Um, I, I, let me finish my thought about Pink Floyd real quick. But I, my sort of opinion is David Gilmore and his and 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 Mason and those guys. They were the real Pink Floyd, and like yeah. Roger just lo- just lost his way. There's a guy. There was one comment. Now there might be a million more by now. But it was one guy just like just like this is the biggest piece of shit album ever. <laughs> I like called it every name. Called it everything but a white man. Yeah. <laughs> As they wow. Say, you know. Just like went crazy uh, on it. Um, so anyway, so I think that like his rhetoric, his his political rhetoric is just like is go back to making great music, Roger, because you are talented. Like I don't know what you're doing. Um, I think we're gonna see more issues um, uh, with streaming services being scrutinized, not just in the music business, but in the inter- entertainment business. Mm-hmm. Um, what's happening is. The numbers don't fucking add up. There is this thing that happened in the post, um, this postmodern business model of just like just build and build and build and build. Don't we'll worry about profit later. Just yeah, keep building, keep yeah, building, keep yeah. building. Is that isn't going to hold? You don't have any real fucking substance if you don't have real profits. And Disney. I think space, space book, space book, space um, book, uh, Netflix uh, has been <laughs> profitable, like spotily here and mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't them. You, you, Scorsese worked with them on um, the Irishman, right? Right. Okay. And, and he was like, you know, 
Uh, they, they, they had to make all kind of like financial concessions. Like that would have been if that was something they were releasing in a theater, and there would have been tickets sold and everything oh, yeah. like that. You know what I mean? There's a potential to make a lot of fucking money. Sure. Uh, but they made it on Spotify and Spotify. Uh, or Spotify Netflix. And Netflix yeah. Excuse me. They made it on Netflix, and it's like it. I don't know. Like I, you, you and I disagreed. I think over the um, CGI with the faces. Remember they uh, de- making de- them de- younger, de- de-aging, de-aging. Yeah, de-aging. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, I, 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 I guess I just was really into the story, and I didn't really think too much about it. Mm-hmm. But um, in any case, um, you know that's a you know, that's a big expensive product project for people who are only paying thirteen ninety nine a month, right? And not thirteen ninety nine a movie, right? It's a month. It's a month. Yeah. I think that we're gonna. I think that Netflix and some of these companies are going to have to rethink their model and I think they're going to we're going to be looking at at some point either at that 14.99 you're still going to have to watch a few commercials. I just I just heard a report I, on I, that. I think you're going to have to. I don't think that there's any way that they that they can continue doing that. And then what they should do, see Am, Amazon yeah. does it right. Amazon like makes you rent or buy the movie. Okay. You know what I mean? Now, it's not super expensive. Sure. It's three ninety nine or whatever. But you know still, I mean? they're getting revenue for they're that movie. They're getting revenue for it. Yeah. yeah and that's yeah. about the price of a rental was in when you went to the video to Blockbuster. Yeah. Except you don't have to leave here. And it's all digital. It's still, so there's yeah, no real manpower involved yeah. on their part. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, they're probably mm-hmm, being mm-hmm. solid there. Um, I think you're going to have to do more of that. Like, I don't, you know, I don't think you're going to have to put, if you want no commercials, you're going to be spending like $70, $80 a month or something yeah. like that. It's gonna. It's this is why uh, HBO and all that stuff were so fucking expensive. People people complain our cable bills were you know, six hundred dollars. Yeah, or whatever. Well. well, it's because like that shit all costs money to, to make. Yeah, and they have to actually go and license it, and it's big fucking money. Mm-hmm. People have just gotten used to the fact that it's the internet. So, it's, and here's what's happening with the internet. This is one of my. This is a prediction. Um, this is a a wish. Okay. For 2024. All right. Is that, the, is that we get the next internet. Because the internet is no longer the internet. The internet's television. Yeah, basically. It's just basically television. We have like, we have a few channels. You've got Google, <laughs> Facebook, you know, a couple, uh-huh, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. A couple, you got your, you know what I mean? And that's it. And if you're not interacting with those, like the shit, like yeah. then you're, you're, you're channel 53. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? You're, yep. you know. Yep. Um, so we need the new, whatever it's going to be, that's going to be the new sort of, Wild Wild West. Yes. Where people can kind of like experiment and do different things, stuff like that. That's my wish. Uh, but anyway, so I think these streaming services are going to be continue to be scrutinized. Um, uh, Spotify did this thing at the end of 2023 where they uh, said if you're if you didn't do have so many downloads, you weren't going to get any revenue um, and stuff like that. Um, um, I think more uh, with, with AI, I think you're going to see more of this separating stems from classic recordings and remixing mm-hmm, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I think what you're going to end up with, and I'm going to tell you, uh, uh, I, I agree. Some of my um, contributors today were Music B Sharp, Terrence Fisher, and Full Stack Creative. Mm-hmm. And Music B Sharp, he says, um, to be prepared <laughs> for new music. From Led Zeppelin, new music from Nirvana and bands like that. Like be prepared. Oh, okay. yeah. Be prepared. Yeah. Now some of those groups, their <clears throat> people are still alive, may not sign off on it. But somebody's gonna fucking do it. Be yeah. prepared mm-hmm. for people who are dead to start making music again. Wow. Get fucking ready for it. It's going to fucking happen. Um <laughs> Wow. 
because I mean, what, once they did that Beatles thing and they showed, oh, yeah. they did all kinds of stuff. They could take like, anybody's hey, old. Look what we can do. Yeah, they could take anybody's old. Uh, and now that software is available. I can get that software on my phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do that. Wow. Um, and so we ain't got to do podcasts no more. We just have AI do it. Well, that's another thing with AI. There's a. There's a. There's a um, <laughs> algorithm that they're working on that will read people's mm. reactions to sounds and stuff. Uh-huh. So they like they will no no longer will people need to have a curator that you know. I don't uh-huh. think it's ever going to go away because people yeah. want to get together and talk about music. Exactly, that's all we're doing. So yeah, I, yeah. I'm not so sure that like that's you know. Um. So you're going to, I think that we're going to be, we're going to see some of it. Get ready for some of that. Right. Um, also, this is really wild. Yeah. Because, and I think this might be a little ways off for movies, but some people are all predicting that this year we're going to see fan created music. Not, let me, hear me out. Really? Not like, not like, you know, kids who want to be musicians in their bedroom. Like, okay. But you're going to have apps. They're going to, going to allow you to remix the song to your personal liking. Oh, Okay. I remember back in the early days of CD-ROM, Peter Gabriel released one of his albums, and it was set up that you put it in your computer, and you can mix the album yourself. That was very cool. I I wish I would have gotten it, but of course, (laughs) what would I do with it now? Yeah. (laughs) There's no CD drives anymore. Yeah. But I thought that was a really cool concept. Yeah. So you're going to be able to do so, and I've, so I've been, because AI can do so much, um... You could replace. You could say like, "Yeah, that's great," but I like to hear Ronnie James Dio sing it. <laughs> exactly. You know, like yeah. you could do stuff like that. I think that that's you're gonna. And I think when this, I think when this technology becomes available, it like to where it's inexpensive and easy to use mm-hmm. um, for movies and t- television shows. I think you're going to like you're go- so. Say you didn't like the Star Wars sequel series right you can completely make your own just we can fix that that. and so there's going to be all these versions like and how are we going to know what the real shit is i know it'll be crazy yeah like it's insane i don't know my mind is exploding (laughs) my mind is a whirling vortex yes yes i see that now Uh, (laughs) i was wondering what was happening over there what would you do if you could remix like your own when, is there any, any? Are there any albums you would like say? No, yeah, I'd fix this. I change. No, it. no, because I come from that. I, I'm old school, and that album was that album. I would tell you right now, yeah. if it comes out and it's inexpensive and easy to use, I'll definitely try it out. Oh just yeah, for, just you know, what I mean, I'll definitely. Try. I'll do it right here on a podcast. <laughs> um, the song catalog bubble. This is. Th- I never, I thought this was the biggest, like, what the fuck? This is my WTF, uh-huh. more than the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or the Grammy Awards or anything. This is my biggest WTF in music. I don't think we've ever talked about it on the podcast. So these artists are selling off their catalogs to corporations. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, what did Dylan, 20-some million or something mm-hmm, like that, get mm-hmm. a catalog? And I'm like, how in the hell, in a, in, a, in, a pla- in a world where music is essentially free, right? are you expecting... To fucking make any kind of return on investment on that, I know, I know. and now it's starting to like people who are in economics, like or, or, or under, who are studying economics. Now they're actually putting up their hands and saying, "Excuse me, 
um, you know, this, and it's like this, build, 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 uh-huh, build profit, uh-huh. you know. Get you this know. catalog, get that catalog. Yeah. And, that's great, you got it, now what are you going to do? Exactly, and there is like, okay, yeah, right, people still do buy sheet music, and some of these songs are definitely going to get licensed for things like television and movies and commercials yeah, and things yeah. like that, that's, that's going, but not all but, of them. Yeah, but are you going to get your are you money gonna back? Are you really going to get your, no. your, no, no, that's never going to, I, 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 I was listening to the uh, podcast, the Full Stack Creative Podcast today, um, and the one cat had, um, actually done math this guy's pretty uh-huh. one guy under the well they're both I'm sure they're both smart guys but the one guy's like the more kind of like does the you know he's mm-hmm. adding mm-hmm. shit up and um <laughs> add shit up um but he was working he worked the numbers a bit and he was talking about like it was him like set it in today like nothing changes yeah like it would take them 17 years to like break even on Dylan's right. catalog you yeah know, all goes well yeah <laughs> and and his popularity is going to decrease absolutely, over time. Absolutely, absolutely. Kids today don't know who Dylan is. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the, these are like these Dylan are, was brilliant then selling his game. Uh, yeah, fuck yeah. He what the like, hell am I going to do with it? He's like, he's like, these people are idiots. Sure, you okay. give me twenty million dollars. Stupid. <laughs> oh man. Um, it doesn't matter. Um, it just doesn't matter. New song. Okay, um, so we talked about new songs created right, AI using right, like, uh, right. I think that young people are still going to. Uh, I agree with Music B Sharp. He was saying that young people are going to still con- are going to continue to discover old music. Oh yeah. Um, I think that no matter what happens, and I think we're seeing this over and over. And with some of the, I uh, went, I found some really cool artists. I had to pick who I wanted to play tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, but the band we're gonna we're gonna listen to here in a few minutes is. Um, Large Mirage, fan fucking tastic young guys who can sing and play. Tell them Large Mirage. It's obviously <laughs> yeah, a joke I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, so um, but we're gonna talk about but young people and and over the years I know uh, what was it was what song was a Fleetwood Mac song was on the charts again this year it's been a couple times this past year where old songs songs come back back because of yeah do you remember when um, I think this was like right before the pandemic it was a commercial um the Johnsons have a rat problem, and it was rat, and it was rat. rat yeah. The band and that song around, ended yeah. up on the chart, um, round and round, ended up on the charts again. Because yeah. kids are like, that rocks. That's, that's kind of good. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So, so little things like that are going to happen. Kids are going to continue to do that. You're you're gonna you're gonna hear um, young guys, you know, learning about. Um, you know Neil Young and Led mm-hmm, Zeppelin mm-hmm. and, and, and all, all sorts of things like that. Nirvana and Soundgarden sure. and um, the White Stripes and stuff. Like that. They're gonna they're gonna uh, because see here's what's happening with all the technology. This the pendulum is swinging. It always does. This yeah. is new. This is exciting. Ah, let's do it. You know, the pe- eventually things kind of it like kind of goes back and forth. Even, it, yeah. it evens yeah. out a little wee bit. It, it's sorry, it, will, it will even out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that people that are kind of throwing their hand, throwing babies in the air, and you know, saying the sky is falling, are just um, simmer down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Simmer down. You heard it here first. Simmer down. Um, but so we, but the pendulum is still swinging um, in that way. But you're always going to have that pushback. And yes. as the more that happens, the more you're going to find people that want to hear, oh, wow, that's what real singing is, or that's uh-huh. what that's what it sounds like when there's four guys in a room playing instruments together. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, there, and, and one some proof of that is, and this is this is a huge series. It's on both on um, different versions of it or on YouTube and TikTok where they play songs for people that have for never the first heard time. Song. Yeah, people, yeah. You, first, even from first demographics reactions. you might not associate yeah, liking yeah. that music. And there's all these people love this music. Uh huh. Very yeah, telling. That's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. So I, I predict that that's gonna that's gonna kids are gonna continue to play. I, I predict that ki- people are gonna still play the guitar. There's gonna be guitar music is not going away. It's gonna thrive. Mm-hmm. Um, Ticketmaster is gonna hit the wall. Um, you're gonna. I'm just. I think we're poised for some for some big band to be like. Uh, no, no, thank you. Right. No, thank you. We're gonna go rent the Google Dome ourselves. Uh-huh. I could see like a a band. They won't. This band won't do that. Because they're not real punks; they pretend to be punks. Right. Um, you too. But that's a, that's a man yeah. that has the kind of muscle that right. could they be could, like, we're just yeah, going to go rent the Google Dome, yeah. well, you know, and sell our own tickets, and mm-hmm. that, you know. And I think it would take it'll take one band doing that. Right. Green Day, else somebody like, that ilk, somebody big, to yeah. do that, and then it's going to bust t- Ticketmaster, mm-hmm. and they need to be busted. Yeah, that's, they do. That's stupid. There is this like there's probably four people working at t- Ticketmaster. Hmm. There's no, there's nothing. It's all fucking digital. Get the fuck out of here. I understood when you had to have a, a lady waiting on a bunch of obnoxious uh, right. teenagers. Ticket, ticket counter. At, yeah. At the, uh, ticket what window. was that? Gimbals or whatever. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. You know, I mean, those, those they deserve to be paid big money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. And the tickets back then were like $14. Yeah. An expensive concert was like $40. You're like, whoa. You know what I mean? I was like, wow, man, I got to really save up for that. Um. I think when I still think we're going to have these crazy reunions. One more reunion, one more tour. You know. Yeah. Um. So before we finish this section up, I'm going to be kind of morbid here because oh, I never, yeah. I never stray away from that. Um. I'll just let it all hang out. Um. Do you want to do a Deadpool? Yeah, I can't. Th- I I saw that on your list, and I'm like, I can't really think of it. Oh, I can think of a whole bunch of people. Let's be honest. Keith Richards is never going to die. So, um, don't so even while he's think on my him. list, is he? Yeah, he's on my list. It, I just saw uh, there's a, when they released their new record, they did like this little thing in a little theater mm-hmm. for a live audience, and the, him and Ronnie and mm. Mick were all interviewed. Keith is looks oh, really, slowing down. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, he's on my Deadpool. Ozzy is definitely on my Deadpool. I don't think that, but I think it's. I think we're looking. We could get surprised, and it could be Mick. But those guys, man, yeah. like they're really on borrowed fucking time. Willie Nelson is on my okay, Deadpool. Sure, he's like you know what I mean. Like I just don't. He's up there. You know. I. You know. I mean. God bless him. God fucking bless him, man. But like. Yeah. You know, uh, I saw a recent video of Angus Angus Young. And uh, he's just like walking down the street, and I'm like, "Who's that little old man?" You know. <laughs> but somebody asked him a question. It's the same thing you were saying about uh, uh, Keith. Like his answer wasn't that old Angus sharp wit. It was kind of more like, "I'm sorry, an old man." Yeah. Or he had to think about what he was going to say. Not that he was worried about it, but he had to think about what he was going to say. And I'm like, "Oh, yeah." It's um, oh. I, I, you know, it's, I, I, you were going to lose some some people oh, yeah. this year. I mean, yeah. you know, um. I think a couple people went a little too soon back in the day. I think Prince, David Bowie, and sure. um, Tom, Tom Petty. Petty was yeah. all that we were, that was a little. We could have we could have used you guys a little bit longer. Yeah, definitely. You know, um, <clears throat> but um, yeah, I, you know, they're going to you know mm-hmm. somebody you know, and then 
And then what's fun? What's gonna be funny is you know somebody who's like 175 years old dies. Everybody goes, oh my god, I can't believe he's gone. I'm like, dude, <laughs> I I wasn't aware he was still alive. <laughs> so there you go. He's still. Did you ever speaking of he's still alive? Did you ever see the documentary on Netflix about um, Paul Williams? Yes. Like you're still alive. Yeah, you still. Oh wow. I yeah. <laughs> oh god okay we need it so kevin okay had, uh, mr pittsburgh brought in a um so check it out i don't know what you guys predict i don't know i, I mean i'm just having a little fun with this it's f- interesting to postulate no, right. you know i don't know what will happen the next but we'll, we'll, we'll see i mean and we could be completely surprised yeah um so the uh speed of light is the name of the band Teeth. Yeah. Teeth is the name of the song. I did not. Um, oh, you didn't, when, did I, you? I don't think I pasted the link. You in. did That's not okay. paste the link. That's okay. We can always do this. Or we have friends that can help us over here. Yeah, because they're very nice. They're nice people. Going to just paste. Uh-huh. It's just like back in kindergarten. Do you, I have a question. Only I have, I have a real question. Oh, a really? Serious question. Yeah. Yes. Um, first ahead. of all, why, why won't that search? There we are. Um... Was is there a difference? I always want to know this. Maybe I yes. will learn it today. All right. On the first day of the year 2024, maybe I sure. will learn this. <clears throat> what is the difference? And this isn't a rhetorical question. I really want to know the answer. Okay. What is the difference between glue and paste? I think glue is more liquidy. If you remember, the paste would come a little, and you had to like you had like a little. Thing. So 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 the difference is the viscosity or the that word I want viscosity right. is not maybe the right viscosity word. yeah yeah the thickness yeah because Elmer's glue you pour it out where paste you had to like kind of dip it out with a little thing. paste thing paste thing and paste then tool. smear it on the paper smear. or whatever you smear you smear it's smear I love smear. that word smear test remember there was a guy he, he was a guitar player his name was Pat Smear what do you mean was. Dude, let, a, let's talk about Pat Smear. He's very dangerously close to Pap Smear. Let's talk that? about Pat, Pat Smear. Pat Smear was in three iconic bands. The Germs, Nirvana, yeah, the and germs. now Foo Fighters. <laughs> germs. Ooh, gross. This is disgusting. How dare you call yourself the Germs? Anyway, how dare you? How dare you? Speaking of how dare you, this is a band called The Speed of Light um, <laughs> featuring Han Solo. No. <laughs> that would be kind of cool, And Wookie. Come on. Crank it, man. She plays bass. Wait a minute. This is not Alice in Chains. Well, no. That's the don't. What's the Alice in Chains song? It starts with. Look, Lou. I'm drunk. I don't know what you saying. Listen to this. I'm on live on a podcast, and I'm like doing. Yeah, come this. on, give what's the song? <laughs> you know, hey, Michelle, Michelle, can you get a song off for lunch? It goes like this. I don't know who sings it. I don't know where it's but it goes kind of like. <laughs> there's, a, there's a light of the city in the song, and she'll know it. <laughs> That's the funny thing. All right, here we go. I think I'm I I'm thinking of Wood by um Alice in Chains. Oh, okay. Shut up. Shut up. So 
I like that modern hard rock mm-hmm. type of song, but with a punk kind yep. of attitude. Yep. You know, she's really good. She's she's great. Do you know, do we know anything about her? No. Uh, no. We don't know who's Your who kids. These, people, these kids today. They do have a link to, to their TikTok. Oh, okay. And that's important. I think there's a Facebook link here, too. Facebook link. Facebook. (laughs) Facebook. (laughs) It's online. (laughs) If you're looking for some friends you met in high school. That's enough. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're not not doing this. (laughs) That's not going to work out. It's going to go very badly. How about the about button? Wow. Here's the about button. Nothing. Nothing. Well, wait a minute. Wait, there's, that a, there's a dot com. There's a Why website. Why don't you put Let's the dot go. com in oh. your description on your YouTube? These kids today don't know nothing about the internet. Oh, God, these kids. I'm firing my marketing team. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's Speed pretty light. cool. Okay, they've got some cool photography. Uh-huh. They're play, they play the Paramount on December, December 8th. 8th. That's great. Yeah. Uh, Punk in the park. Punk in the park. Punk. <laughs> it looks like they might be on a little bit of a vacation. Sure. Um, well, for the holidays, you know. Home live store, store con- contact. Where's like the bio? Where's like oh who's in the band? God, don't these kids know? Come on, guys! Oh, you kill- I'm trying to do a fucking podcast here. Store, store live. Do you see anything that says bio? No. I okay. This is the home. We're trying to help you. Help us help you. Oh, that's so annoying. Speed of light. Anyways, you guys are okay, yeah. man. But yeah, I'm yeah. gonna have to say, like, you need to work on that marketing. But the yeah. song is fucking great. Yes. But I would love to have read something where I could have said, "Well, this album is they're, out they're, or whatever." Yeah, they're from this town or that town or this I, other town. I, or, I know, I know, I know, you know. I know, Mr. Pittsburgh. <clears throat> I know. Uh, what can you say? I mean, like, you know, I try. I you do you, all you I do, can you to try. help people out. You, know you what try, mean? and this is how they repay you, these kids I today. So I want to talk about this band here. Large Mirage. <laughs> oh, again, is this a... Fa- we have to go to... to face to place? Face, yeah. But gay book. Hey. Not this... Well, okay, we, Mr. Pittsburgh and I were talking about this. We were? There's gay. Sure. Like, if you're gay, a person. Right. But then there's gay. Like, You know happy? what I mean? Like that, no. Then, no, there's that too. But then there's gay. Like, that's gay. Even gay people will say, you're really being gay. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not getting into this conversation. But what I'm saying is like, what I'm saying is like, you should have like some easy way for us to know who and where you are. Okay. Like this, <laughs> you know what I mean? We I should, think that they should wear little tiny stars <laughs> on their uniforms. <laughs> that way we know who they are. Thank you. Honky agrees. agrees. Oh, Your peppers, please. No. No, it, no, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they should have their bio and stuff out so you can check out who they Oh, are. you're talking about the bands. <laughs> I thought you were talking about our friends who happen to be gay. No, 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 my God. See? I see Mr. Pittsburgh, I thank you, because totally... now I see how that could be completely See? I'm glad I, I was able to. I literally wasn't saying that at all. Oh, but, well, I think the bands should wear little stars on the uniforms, <laughs> too. Yeah. But that's beside uh, the these point. These guys are from Sydney. Sydney! Um... And um, this is a band called Large Mirage. Mm-hmm. Now, I actually have, I'm going to cheat today. Are you now? And I have, because I have two. Oh, okay. That's fine. Okay. I have I have two pieces I, that I want you guys to hear. Okay. Because um, 
you could listen to a studio recording and go like, that's great. Right. That's the studio recording. Yes. So let's go ahead and start though. We'll start there. We'll start okay, with, let's the go with the reco- studio Okay, very studio good. Recording. Um, this is called When the Morning Shines okay. by Large Mirage. All right, then. I just want to say that this video looks like, like this. They look like a band right out of the seventies. No. No, even what? farther back, I think sixties, and oh, I think yeah, that yeah. like actually, what this remind, what this intro reminds us, like the fourth or fifth time I've seen it, I'm thinking like this looks like a band that might be playing in one of those movies, like um, um, with the Don Coscarelli horror um films from the early seventies. Um, I don't know. I don't know. The, the don't tall come. man and the ball that drills into your head. Uh, Phantasm. Phantasm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like this looks like this looks like this is a, I need this more looks information. Like, this is like the, there was a scene in Phantasm where there was a band playing. Yeah. And this they didn't, be it. didn't make it into the movie. Yeah. That's what this looks like. Okay, so I hope we're, that's exactly what this video looks like. Oh my God. Look at that. I mean, they're total 60 down. They're yeah. even all like grooving together. The hair, the clothes, the uh, even the guitars and the amps. That speaker cabin he's playing through is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Wow. It's almost like he went like, I don't care what it sounds like, it looks cool. It's it going looks like, cool, it's going, I want it. It's part of my rig. Yeah. Way more interesting. Uh huh. Okay. It's, it's great, but it's gonna go to another level right here. Okay. Wake me up when the morning shines So the female vocalist comes on stage yeah. and really takes it to another level. I would really just want to listen to the whole song. It's six minutes. Uh, it's fucking kick-ass. Like, go check it out. Large Mirage. It's on YouTube. Um, but just to show you that, like, there is that. That's done in a studio, mm-hmm. and there's, like, the video. There's actually high production values on the video. It's really well done. Um, but here is the same band okay. singing into a cell phone. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, boy. Let's, let's see how they sound. Helplessly hoping her harlequin hovers nearby, awaiting a word. 
grasping at glimpses of gentle true spirit he runs wishing he could fly by, only to trip at the sound of goodbye watching he wakes by the window and wonders at the empty place inside heartlessly helping himself to a bad dreams he worries and what here just a little bit more Like that, like I'm a little choked up. Like that's fucking amazing. Yep, that's like fuck. Wow, <laughs> like that large is, mirage. These, this, these are four fucking. They're called musicians. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. called fucking. There's no auto tune. Yeah, no. There's no, there's, that's singing into a goddamn cell phone. Yeah, I mean, like wow. Aerosmith didn't sound that good when I saw them. In, you know, at the fucking right. Googleplex or wherever the I Googleplex. went. Googleplex. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Yeah, it's um. Okay, I need That's a little. Uh, say. Okay, we're gonna take a little. I need a little breath after that. I think I need a little drink. A little um, drink or poo. Uh, RockRageRadio.com. Download the free app. Ludini Rock and Roll Circus.com. That's where you find out all of our stuff and everything mm-hmm. we have going on and uh, back podcasts yes. and all kind of fun stuff like that. You can hear me insult other uh, people of <laughs> ethnic origins, not just, sure, you know, no. your, not just you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so please don't be offended. No. Like, you know, I, I try to insult that. I'm an equal opportunity life. insulter. Right? <laughs> exactly. Okay. Let's turn that. That's great. I want to hear it, but it can't be that loud. That's great. No. Come on now. Oh. Uh, yeah, Ludini Rock and Roll Circus.com. Right. And there's uh, merch and all kind of fun stuff there. Sure. You get access to our private Facebook group where I've been doing more and more guitar videos. So yeah. check that out. Um, what's happening? Um, Don't forget Wolfie. Check out Wolf's Customs. Wolf's Customs is online. I want to. Um, Mm-hmm. One of the things, like, I'm not big about New Year's resolutions, but uh, like I said, I just want to have more fun. But one of the things, like, I, I do want to do is I want to make more decisions. I want to do. Um, a little less there's a song by Hank Williams Jr a little less talking a lot more action uh-huh. but I would say a little less thinking and postulating and sure about stuff and doing a couple more and things. actually doing yeah them, like yeah. a lot of the fun that I had in 2023 was just kind of less like me but I want to do stuff that like brings more people in so that means more music and more things yes. like that you know so my band is looking to record and down here and everything so that's nice. what we're gonna i think we might start that as soon as this week i don't know we're gonna start it very soon cool um and we are looking for i just wanted to put this out there i'm gonna post it in the facebook musicians group for pittsburgh um i want to find a drummer uh that will play with me and mr pittsburgh on the podcast i want to turn this podcast into a live band yeah you know and to the point like if this won't happen the first day 
No. I think it, but but it, what I would like us to be able to do is like when we talk about a song instead of me playing the thing, us we play, jam. We to jam it. like yeah. a riff of it. You yeah. know, we jam yeah. twenty seconds of it or whatever. Um, and then I do want us to perform a couple of songs mm-hmm. each week, mm-hmm. one at least, um, uh, on the podcast as a band. Yeah. So if you play the drums, so we're looking for a drummer. You, how we're gonna do it is you're gonna play V drums. So you got to be cool with that. I can't. We can't do. I'm not gonna do live drums. That would be a nightmare of setting up and mixing. And oh, you got to be able to sit in this little corner behind, here, us. right behind us, right here. So I think that would work out great, don't you? You're there with the bass. I'm here with the guitar. Yeah. We have microphones. We, we split guy on V drums back there. Sure. Um, and also, dude, if you can, if you're cool with it, we'll set or it up. do that. Let's not be sexy. When I say dude, yeah. when I say dude, when I say guys, yeah. that's that's not that's non Oh, it's all inclusive. Yeah, that's that. That's not just calm down. That's like I was thinking about that or today. Or do that. You know, here let me tell you, let me tell you something that where that everybody this shows like how people are just not paying attention. They had to change the intro to Star Trek from what? where no man has gone before to where no one has gone before. And that <laughs> is not Man in that context was not gender well, just specific. Mankind. It, no, not even mankind. Man. It's shortening for it's a shortening of the word of human. Oh. It's human. It just means human. And by saying oh. no one, that's like then that takes away this like this is the idea of human oh. of humans going out into space and exploring. Oh. It's literally where no human has gone before. Okay? Oh. They said no man. It's just short for human. Okay, you didn't need to, you know. Anyways, I, but okay, right. So when, I, right, so, so when, so, and just think about like, well, I do re- that. Exactly. <laughs> Did you ever think now. that? Um, <laughs> do you remember when the word guys beca- started to become hey, like guys? Yeah, people started to say guys all the time. Like all yeah. of a sudden, I started hearing like I, I heard my mom say, "Okay, guys." Yeah. Like you know, I was like, and it's like you and your be- sister. Yeah, and it's, yeah, we're so like everybody's guys. Yeah. So it's the same thing. Like exactly. just, just, just simmer down when I say that. All right. Um. But anyway, back to our drummer. So, uh, the, so if you, um, but you got to be cool with playing um, uh, sim drums or whatever they uh-huh, call e drums uh-huh. or whatever, and you've got to be cool with. Um, oh, what might be cool too, and we, we could try this out. Is we could even set you up where you can trigger the samples and stuff like that. Ah, so we maybe we get a few more sound ah, effects and things going. Yes, I think yes, I would. I think yes. that would work better. Um, Very good. Uh, yeah, so yeah. anyway, so that so that is come join I'm, us. I'm really we're really looking for somebody to um, to do it. I want to do something different with this. Um, yeah. I'm a musician, and I want this to include some of. Yeah, we're funny like that. Playing playing some music. Yes. All right, uh, Mr. Pittsburgh, is there anything else? Anything else you want to talk? Was there anything you're looking forward to in 2024? Any? Um, there's a couple. There's some movies I'm kind of looking forward to. I'm looking forward to the Dune sequel, which was supposed to. Come oh out yeah, in, yeah. Come on, in I'm November. gonna have to go back and watch the because I did watch it, and I remember going, "It's gonna be a while before the next one comes out." So I'm gonna have to revisit the first one again before I watch this. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm going to do the same thing, but I'm looking forward to that. And um, I know that it's a big, silly movie, but I'm going to, I want to see, I have, I want to, I've seen all the movies so far, the Kong, Godzilla, Kong X. Oh, okay. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm curious. I'll watch it. You know, why not? Yeah, that's right. Yes, yes. So far out of that series, my favorite one is Skull Island. I think that's the, I think that's the best. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, one might might be, but anyways, um, so I'm gonna go. See, I'm definitely gonna go see that. Um, I hope some good, more good stuff comes. Out. There's a um, uh, a Nick Cage movie out right now, <clears throat> where 
Um, it's an A24, and it's a okay. comedy where he plays some character who just like this kind of like nondescript middle-aged guy okay. who people start dreaming about. He's just there. Oh, I saw a clip and, of that. And, yeah, yeah. There, he's just there in the dream. And it looks really funny. All it right, looks, then. It looks, it looks really funny. So well, A24. I love A24. So, so yeah, it's an, a, it's an A24. What did you think of Bo is Afraid? Did you see that? We talk, I talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, but I hadn't seen it. With Joaquin. Yeah. Yes, I have you not see it? seen it. I have not seen you it. You should see it. As soon it's, as you saw Joaquin, I'm like, it's oh, not, oh, now listen, I'm intrigued. That movie's, that movie's crazy. Yeah. It's really, it's just crazy. It's crazier, way crazier than Saltburn. Like, wait, it's just, really? this is a crazy movie. Yeah. It's like an insane fucking movie. It's like kind of it's surrealism. Okay. You kind of don't know what, who's this, with the guy from the birdcage? Um, not, not, um, Nathan, is it yeah, Nathan? Nathan? Oh, what's his last name? Nathan East. No, it's not his name. It's not Nathan East. Is Nathan even his first name? Joe Nathan. <laughs> Joe Oh, goodness. Probably there was some way. Was some, I wish there was some way we could look it up. Yeah, right. Nathan Lane. Nathan Lane. Thank you. Nathan Lane. It actually came to me That's before we That's your it name. <laughs> so, um, yeah. All right, cool. <clears throat> yeah, uh, so, yeah, he, he's in it. He, he's in it. It's very, okay. that's very bizarre. But, so, they do a lot of, and A24 is like, you know, they're they're like a kind of a breath of fresh air from Hollywood, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. So I, I usually give us although they have some the one where the, the the husband and wife have a fucking baby sheep or something like that. It's like, oh yeah, Naomi I've, I've never seen it, it, but I, yeah. It's like what the fuck was that? Oh, she's that? in it. I believe is that her name? The girl. From, yeah, name Nomi Nomi repeats. Isn't she in the, the she's one from who's in Prometheus the, and she's from uh, uh, the girl with yeah, the dragon she's from, tattoo? From Prometheus, yeah. yeah, yeah. I like. I might watch it just to see her. It's out there. I'd be interested. Keith was like, <laughs> I heard. I've heard about it. Piece of shit I ever. Uh, He's great. He's fucking hilarious. Yeah. But I I remember just being very like, oh, okay. Yeah. Did you ever see the one? Um, it's a New Zealand film about zombie. It's something about Gary Matassa turned me on to it, and I resisted watching it because the premise is so fucking stupid. Yes. But it was wildly entertaining. Yes. It was about z- zombie sheep. I got to text yeah, him and ask him what the I, zombie sheep movie it. was. It's about zombie sheep. I, I'll find wow. it and I'll tell you what it is. But it was like I resisted. I'm like, oh god. This is- Dumb. But it was it was wildly entertaining. Yeah. You had to take it for what okay. it was. It okay. was you know they were going for a certain thing and they mm-hmm, achieved mm-hmm. it. But the movie with with Naomi Rapace and they Naomi is that her name? Naomi. Yeah. Naomi Rapace like in the in the, in the sheep baby. <laughs> wow. What the fuck? Wow. What it, what did I just what's even happening here? Y'all y'all I want those drugs. <laughs> you know this has been the first night. Yes. In a very long time uh-huh. that I did not clear my throat one fucking time during the podcast. You coughed once. I coughed once, but I did not. Oh, clear you my did not throat. clear your throat. That's right. Yeah, my coughs are going. <clears throat> I mean, it is, I listen to our podcast. <clears throat> I want to kill myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it, I, guys, I'm not exactly sure why that is. Um, I'm drinking and doing pretty much everything. Maybe I didn't. 
because yeah, I didn't that do that thing a, over yeah. there. Maybe, maybe that, maybe that, maybe it dries some kind of dryness yes, or something, you know. Yes, so we save that to the end. Captain. So, um, all right, guys. As you can tell, we have other better things to do than to sit here and talk to your happy asses. Three hours later. Welcome back, everybody, to 2024. Yes, it's happy a lot of New fun. Year. Yeah, happy New Year. Um, looking forward to just. We're going to keep our prediction for the podcast. We're going to just keep doing great podcasts. Yeah. But seriously, I would like to get a drummer in here yeah. and just just like do a little you know this is something different you know yes, what I mean? i'm like ready yes. to like yeah, this is great but let's you know yeah so keep that in mind if you guys know anybody let me let me know i don't want to do a virtual guy we could do that i could probably talk keith into doing it yeah. um virtually but I, I i think like hooking that all up and everything yeah, is going to kind of be technically like a, be <clears throat> you know, it's gonna yeah. be bad enough just to running drums yeah um difficult enough not bad enough but just difficult enough to just run drums um okay guys well thank you so much for hanging out yes uh, mr pittsburgh anything else you want to add or anything any anything Ooh, you're you know oh so i said what i was looking for in 20 i feel like i talk over you i said what i was looking anyway, forward to in 2024 is something you're this, looking you forward to <laughs> well as you know like i'm feeling much better <laughs> so i'm just looking forward to a year where i'm feeling good um and and uh, it really here's the thing that sucks. Me and winter do not get along. I hate cold weather, and here I am physically feeling better, but yet it's cold weather. So I have a feeling when spring hits and the warm weather returns, I'm gonna feel so fucking good. It's gonna knock your socks off. Well, I will. We're gonna just... go out and do shit. We're gonna go see bands. Not that kind of shit. <laughs> Well, um, maybe. I don't know. Here's all I'm going to say about that is like, it's going to be here before you know it. I know. Do you ever notice like the older you get, the faster the time goes? Yes. <laughs> yes. And there's times that that's good, you know, like when winter, you're like, oh, I need spring. And then all of a sudden spring's here. You're like, oh. and then winter's here again. You're like, fudge. Only I didn't say fudge. I said the granddaddy of them all. <laughs> granddaddy of them all. Yeah. On that happy note, have a very fudgy new year. Mm. And we'll catch you all on the next Ludini, rock and roll. We're waiting for the music to load. Oh. We're waiting for the music to load. Circus. Oh.